Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Blue Bud Wisdom Show, a podcast created to share simple tools to break you free from the mind chatter, reclaim your divinity, and support your journey to freedom and happiness. I'm your host, Ellen Catherine Shamilov, spiritual wealth catalyst and healer. Now let's jump into your dose of ancient wisdom. Hi, thanks again for tuning in. This week's episode is an interview that I had um, on somebody else's podcast. And the reason why I am sharing it this time is because I just felt very called to have this as the episode uh, just to give you a little bit of background information about why I do what I do and why I think it's so important to become an observer um, and basically all the bits of information that I've given throughout my other episodes is kind of just like a well-rounded um, conversation that I had with um, Tanya, who is the um, host of the Igniting Clarity show um, where we had this interview. I hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Igniting Clarity. I am Tanya Tanika. Taxit. And I am the host of today's show and the founder of the Genesis Network. And I am here with Ellen Catherine, lovely, beautiful lady that I met in actually a podcasting Facebook group. And um, we got connected and had this pre-meeting and she is so awesome. And um, we had a really great conversation. So we want to kind of give you a sneak peek into that conversation. I'm sure like many, we could probably talk for a very long time. Um, but share us how you got on your journey. Tell us a little bit about what got you here to business as an entrepreneur. Um, I was always angry. Um, so I'll start with saying that I wanted to commit suicide uh, like 12 years ago. 12 to 14 years, I can't pinpoint the exact time. I just know that it was a really tough uh, time, um, mm-hmm. you know, from childhood situations leading up to this, it's always been uh, dealing with trauma and dealing with abandonment issues, um, all these, you know, beautiful things that we get to experience when we're children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for the longest time, my mom said that I was an angry person. She said that I've, I've always like lashed out and screamed and yelled. And I didn't understand where that came from. I thought that was pish posh. And I thought she was just exaggerating. And for years when she was saying, I was like, oh, maybe it's just my daddy issues and blah, blah, blah. It came to a point where I wanted to commit suicide because I was just so down. Um, I made a lot of mistakes. And those mistakes, at that time, I saw it as mistakes. Now I see it as it's all part of my journey. And I had to go through that in order for me to get to this point in my life. And um, so I made a lot of mistakes and I hurt a lot of people along the way and um, ended up getting pretty much shunned by all my friends and or most of my friends and the community. I had a lot of problems with my mom and that caused a lot of issues. So at this point in my life, I was uh, living with my sister. Uh, Well, I actually just moved out and went to go live with my sister because the problems that I was having with my mom and um, 
So she had a studio, you know, one bed, one bed for the two of us. And the time where I was just like ready to do it, it was like, I can't even explain to you. It wasn't like angels came to me or anything. It was just like an epiphany. Yeah. And I looked at my sister and thought, if she wakes up and sees me dead, then I can't imagine how she's, I know she's going to blame herself for the rest of her life. And, and at that moment, it was just like something took over me, just, you know, how, like all this compassion and, and love and, and worry for my sister that I just, I couldn't do it. And I stopped myself at that moment and I thought, I need help. <laughs> so um, at that time, I reached out to like the only friend that I had um, who was there to comfort me, you know, and, at the, and when I decided to go to therapy, um, this talk therapy, I don't know, it was like once or twice a week, it didn't help. I felt like, all right, I went there, at least I vented, but it didn't actually clear me. Um, and I forgot about, I forgot about it and I stopped my transformation or trying to transform because I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what else to do. I wasn't so much in the spiritual world at that time. Um, I know that I was still trying to find myself because I dabbled into religion here and there and I tried to, um, I was religious at a point and I tried to, you know, find a community or, or be around like nice people. Um, I know that was like a thing for me. I just, I didn't feel like I felt. I ever in anywhere. Um, and I came to this point when I've gone through so many jobs and so many experiences that just made me question life. It made me question everything. The anger came up when I got married and I almost lost my marriage because of the massive amount of anger that I had. I lashed out over everything because everything was a trigger. And it went to the point where um, again, I started hurting him in emotional ways. And I felt, you know, I, I thought this, there's, there's gotta be something I have to do something. Um, and at that point I was already somewhat in the spiritual world because when I met my husband, like he was kind of my catalyst because he, this was about five, five years ago when I met him, maybe six. I think it was maybe around five or six years. I can't remember. But it was about five or six. Yeah, it was like 2015. As long as you remember your anniversary, we're going to let you slide with yeah, when yeah, you Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was 2015 okay. that we, okay. <laughs> that I met him. I remember that, you know, when I was talking to him, all these things that I never knew that I knew. Um, came up and we were talking about spiritual stuff and, you know, about the spirit world and incarnation and reincarnation and all these things. And I was always like Googling to find out where is this coming from? <laughs> How do I know this stuff? Is this even true what I'm saying? And I remember seeing like, oh my God, I was right. And so I, I, my, my husband brought out some stuff in me that made, it kind of activated something in me that I forgot about a long time ago. And, um, you know, that's when we started our spiritual journey together. And he would, we would always have dates watching Spirit Science. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, mm -hmm. It's a show on YouTube. It's this guy, he makes everything into a cartoon and kind of gives you information about 
all these things that, you know, people are still questioning theories and stuff like that. So, it, you know, it brought up a lot of cool things. So basically, long story, I know it's a really long story, short. Um, after we've had so many dates and we got married, we made a vow to each other that um, we would always help each other grow to, to be better people. And, um, you know, it was like kind of our mission that we, we just decided to do this. He doesn't remember that now, but I remember, <laughs> I remember saying that. Um, so three years ago, we, as we made this promise, three years ago, we went to a retreat. Like all our vacations are literally um, emotional healing retreats, spiritual retreats, all healing things. It's like, we don't go hiking. We don't go sitting at the beach. None of that stuff. I mean, we go sometimes like once in, like in, in the middle of it, but most of our vacations consist of healing. And one of them was such a beautiful, beautiful retreat where I met some, um, a doctor, a spiritual doctor who told me, who taught me about the seven life lessons. And it was as if I knew what it all meant because it resonated so deeply with me. And um, when we took a course there about spiritual coaching or whatever, um, I came back and I, we were we were there for 10 days and I remember being outside with him and thought, oh my God, all these epiphanies started coming through about freedom and love and joy, free from everything. I felt so light and I felt amazing that I just said, I want to do this for other people. And then boom, the name Higher Vibrations came. So like all these epiphanies, one after another, nobody understood what higher vibrations was. I didn't even fully understand what higher vibrations was. I just knew that this is the starting point for me. I need to get people into the same feeling. And as I went through my own journey, the intention was, how can I help people with these life lessons? Because, you know, the way he did it was, oh, you understand this life lesson? Great, you're healed. Or, you know, you learned your lesson. But that's not the way it works because you need a constant reminder the way our brain works. There needs to be a reminder of what your lessons are and you need to have a full understanding of it and you need to be in a place of being an observer in your life in order for you to be able to see that. And what the observer does is able to determine I'm in a 3D matrix right now, I'm in a 4D matrix right now, I'm in a 5D zone. All right, so I'm in these matrices. <laughs> Um, and I can determine what I'm going to do at this moment because I know what I'm feeling right now in this 3D matrix, emotional, heavy, um, all the year-based emotions. I'm in a 3D realm right now, so I'm not going to think. I'm just going to go and meditate or do whatever you feel is necessary if you need to go for a walk or whatever. And I've, I've had so many of those situations. So the reason why... Um, the seven life lessons is important is because when I made that intention three years ago that I'm going to learn what this is all about, I just realized recently that everything from that point to now has been leading me into learning each and every one of those life lessons to implement in my own life, not just say that I learned it, but know and be able to create that as my wisdom teaching. And that's what I bring out to the world. <laughs> nice. I love it. I, there was um, a lot of those different nuggets where um, I noticed that a lot of the individuals that are like mentors or coaches or consulting or something around that arena, 
they launched off by some traumatic experience or trauma or life lesson or searching who they are or you know what I mean? Like, so it's pretty interesting. And, and they didn't fit in. They didn't fit in anywhere, not just because. And it's funny because like while youth, you, you had this push pull. Because while you were feeling angry and frustrated and all these things, at the same time, you wanted intimacy, you wanted community, you wanted belonging. And so when when you weren't getting that, it was like you get angrier, which then you want this more, but you're still pushing it away because you're angry. So, you know, it's amazing. One thing that that has been a big thing for me is. To listen to the people around you like we can ignore our, our parents we can ignore um our spouses we can ignore our children or friends or whichever thinking oh they're just crazy but they that we have blind spots and they see it but i think sometimes that we feel like we're always so judged anyway and how they come to us and they tell us is they don't let us come to our own revelation ourselves. They just like try to slam it down our throat. And so, you know what I mean? It can be so difficult. What do you say for individuals that are dealing with that at home? Because I'm talking about those those people who are like where you are, where, you know, we teach, you know, we're we're giving people clarity and simplifying and, and bringing them into this place of, of reality to, to understand their truest self and how they function, how God created us to be and be okay with it, that we're different. But at the same time, just like Jesus said, like, right, like he's not even accepted in his own, you know, in his own home, we have those same issues. So what do you say about that? Because you and your husband made this pact. Oh my gosh, we're going to, always support each other we're going to be there we're going to help each other grow but the sometimes the hardest thing you can end up hating your spouse because they're trying to get you to the place of growth especially men because women grow very differently yeah i um i definitely agree <laughs> um, first of all i'm really happy that you were able to see that push and pull because not a lot of people understand that so it's beautiful that you know, you were able to comprehend that and bring that out. Um, and in regards to, it's a journey, I have to say. Um, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that, you know, they try to go out there and they, I, I spent money and I, and I was one of them in the beginning. I spent money and I spent time and energy and I went through this bullshit in my life and now I want to help you not go through that bullshit. And at first mm -hmm. I thought I was going to do that for people, but then as I went through this journey, I said, there's no freaking way. I'm not going to help people get out of this, like not experience this. I'm going to help them see a different perspective because the different perspective is what is going to change what matrix and dimension they're actually you know, dealing with at this point, at this point, because right now, a lot of people who are going through that, they're all going through the 3D matrix. They're in the third dimension. We're on, we're in a physical body on the earth plane and the earth has already gone through this fifth dimensional. She's in the fifth dimensional field right now and she's bringing humanity along with her. And how do you do that is by helping people to open their eyes and see that there is a different perspective. It's all about 
your perception on what is happening around you. So that's why being the observer is so, so important to your growth because then you detach from what's happening and what's going on. And you're able to with yourself. And what can you take and what you cannot take? Now, I'll talk about me and my husband. We, when he used to, and the reason why we used to fight was because he always did what you said. Constantly give me his input, constantly give me like his criticisms. I felt judged left and right. And I would always tell him, well, maybe if you said it this way, then I would understand I'd be more receptive. And maybe if you said it that way, and then I understood it doesn't freaking matter how he says it. It's how I interpret the information because I have all this issues that are, that are really like creating a certain uh, bodily uh, response. I am taking it and like completely seeing something totally different. Now, being the observer, I can look at it and say, hmm, he said this to me. I wonder, how is it making me feel? Like I feel something going on in my body. I feel some rage and anger. All right, I need to step away from this moment because I'm not gonna be able to process this. This literally happened the other day when um, something, he didn't really say something, so it's not the best thing to talk, but it is something like if I'm upset about something and he's around me, I'll lash out. And I stopped doing that because what I started doing is I'm starting to feel this uh, feeling inside me, whether it's anxiety or some kind of rage, like you'll feel it in your body. It doesn't feel good. You feel antsy, whatever it is, it's different for everybody. So I immediately told him, Andre, I'm feeling so-and-so right now. Please don't talk to me for, I don't know when, for how long. I just need some time to cool off because we had to clean the dishes and go to sleep. So I, I couldn't really just go into another room. Although that would be my first advice is to, if you feel any type of negativity or anger or um, anxiety, if you can take a deep breath and then just say, excuse me, I have to go into another room and just stay away from that person so you don't lash out, that would be my first advice. But in this case, because I feel like I've evolved to the point where I can say to him, uh, and this was not easy, this took a lot of work, um, I evolved to the point where I could say, all right, I'm feeling so-and-so right now, we are in the same room, I think it's best if you don't talk to me for a while because I just don't want to lash out at you, right? You can come to that point and say that and then be able to integrate what you're feeling, sit with it, think about it, um, you know, ask yourself questions because part of the life lessons is also connecting to your guides. It's connecting to the divine guidance that you came here with. And when you can connect to your team, um, hear their input and I'm not, they speak through you. So it's, it's, um, it's part of you. So you'll hear the voices in your head and it's really up to you to discern which one resonates with you the most, right? Because we can I hear our that, ego. Yeah, I, I think that, I think that's something that was, that I want to bring up is that, you know, you spoke about anger issues in the past and then you brought up this that just happened not too long ago. And there was still an anger, but there's a huge difference. There's control, there's acknowledgement, there's understanding um, of, you know, what you need to do um, and 
how you need to re, you know, to gather your thoughts again. And so I, I want to encourage everybody because I know we go through this long journey, honestly, of self-development. And we think that um, if you're de- uh, if suffer from depression, you will never suffer from depression again. You know, you'll never have a sad thought in your life again. You will never be sad, you know, and it's like, okay, like, you know, um, you know, it's like you think that, you know, you you had anger issues. You will never be angry another day in your life once you've overcome that. And, and, And it's just it's so unrealistic. It really is. But. You know, some some of them are are just natural things that like um that thorn in our side, you know, that we're going to naturally always um, deal with because it's a part of how we communicate or or, or just a personality or whatever. Um, and then some things, you know, we just start to know how to control and manage and and there's a process. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. there's some things that are instant and they're and, you know, it's just like. So I just wanted to bring that out because that was so interesting when I saw that. I'm like, huh, because there's a lot that get discouraged that they're like, well, I thought I overcame this. And then they think that they didn't. And then but they forget that they responded differently. Exactly. You were reacting. reacting. Now, through healing and acknowledgement and tools that you use, you're now responding. Exactly. Different thing. Yeah. Because nobody can say that you'll never. The things that I'm talking about that never change in a human being are you can't change. You're going to go through the emotions mentally, physically. You're going to go through anger. You're going to go through disappointment. These are things that are naturally in us. Like you, you can't ignore them. It's a part of our human being nature. Exactly. That's why I said the observer part. Being an observer does exactly what you said. It gets you from. um just being able to respond without the overreaction and that you know that was I also used to say to myself oh well I thought the anger went away what the hell why is it coming back first of all I'm gonna say that we always have layers that we're gonna peel even until we're freaking 80 if you hear any gurus telling you you're never gonna go through that shit and that you're never going you're always gonna be fully fully healed you're constantly in your electromagnetic field you're constantly around the negativity especially right now not even because of corona or whatever because people are still purging their 3d matrix you're going to be surrounded by people who are in that low slump and um, that's going to interfere with your electromagnetic field right it's going to impact you in some kind of way but that's why a lot of the light workers they have to be able to hold enough light in their bodies so that they can they can clear out that density and hold this this uh, space for people to feel better because you know when you are like this radiant person and you have you know this electromagnetic field that's so clear and and it's it's um really large at size you can really tap into other people's fields and be able to give them that same high vibration. And, um, you know, as you peel the layers, you'll go through more of that. But the, the difference is how you respond. So, for example, the other day, maybe it was like a week ago or something. Oh, no, it was a couple of weeks ago. I said to myself, 
what I just thought that I cleared this already. I just don't. This is coming up. Like, did all my work just going? And then I reminded myself, wait. I used to respond differently before, but now my like I used to react. I used to just like go crazy. Now I know I can see it. I can feel it that I have responded totally different. I'm taking the action steps that I know I need to take, and this is like a different perception. So I know that there has been some changes. So I remind myself, you know, that I've 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 from point A to point B, there's a huge difference. Absolutely. And then we're going to go to point C, you know, we eventually grow. Yeah, I know. And I totally agree. And, you know, if you're not understanding what she's talking about when it comes to like, you know, your energy and what you're releasing and so on and so forth, we we are we are spirit beings first um, and we're living in human in human body form. And so, um, you know, just. It, it's just a matter of have you ever been around somebody that they're just so joyful and they're laughing and then all of a sudden you find yourself either irritated because they're just joyful and you don't want to be joyful or you just start being joyful and you know and that's what it is it's like oh my gosh like these people i can't be around this person without wanting to smile or whatever because they're choosing to you know and that's a choice it's not an emotion. It's a choice to to walk in joy or walk in love and all that. So um, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to have all of her information um, all around so that way you can um, reach out and, you know, look at her, her information, her blogs and all that good stuff. Um, I know you were working on a project. Do you have. The podcast? No, you were you were working. You were launching. A, um, Oh, the Goddess Unleashed game. Yeah, I think it was like a game, a fun game that you were doing. Did you launch that already? So I'm launching it every uh, eight weeks. So the next one is probably going to be August 31st. I'm going with the flow because a lot of things I see are coming up and changing. So if the game needs to change, I might have to put that on hold. But I do have okay. a wait list that people can sign up for. Um, I actually, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the game. The game is a uh, five-day called the Goddess Unleashed pregame. It's kind of an intro to a program that I will introduce during the introduction because it helps people to, number one, play and have fun and be able to make some sort of transformation within those five days. Um, it's like a jump start to their transformation. Um, and then we take the same knowledge that we learned there and we expand on it in the program, which is a 12-week course. It's a program, a live program with me. Um, and I help to, number one, decode their name according to Gematria, the Hebrew. It's more of like a Kabbalah kind of thing. Um, we take their name and convert it into the Hebrew phonetics and be able to look that, convert that into numbers. And then we take the meaning of that name to see what their uh, ultimate life mission is, divine mission, what their challenges are, what their goals are, and where they are in their in their journey at this moment, and how we can incorporate that. Um, there's also an embodiment technique that I teach them. I um, I'm able to like connect to their frequency and give them the frequency they need to help embody kind of like a genie, right? Genie goes into their body and it's like a smoky thing. It's kind of that kind of embodiment technique that I teach them um, to help them shave off this like inner dialogue 
can um, connect to their higher self more, God self, and uh, make decisions faster. So I call it time ender on my website because it's uh, <laughs> it really shaves off like 20 hours a week from all the nonsense overthinking that most of us do. Um, and then there's the divine healing, which is also part of the program because I want people to be able to learn how they can um, communicate with their guides and ask for guidance in clearing them. Um, and actually, I wanted to um, mention on this on this uh, interview that there is a light code activation that I have that actually helps you to get to ask for guidance, um, and it helps to clear out the electromagnetic field on a daily basis so that you're really um, on a higher vibration, and it also helps to clear out a lot of stuff. And while it's making your body stronger, pouring in more light, it's also um, you know, light clears out the density. So it's it's making your body stronger to be able to activate more of the DNA light codes that will help the person be more of an observer and um, really create uh, from from a heart space versus the egoic state. Awesome. All right. Well, tons of stuff said. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and you will be able to find it. We'll launch it on Facebook and on YouTube as a live stream there. So you guys can take a look at it and um, I'll have her information below. And thank you for coming and being a guest. Hope that um, interview was somewhat eye-opening for you. And as always, I welcome questions and comments. Um, you can send them straight to my email. And another way that you can send me your questions or comments is by joining the Ascension Gateway community where I will be answering a lot of the questions, comments, taking topics, suggestions, and also having behind the scene interviews with um, several different leaders in the spiritual community that I feel would be very beneficial for many who want to learn more or get into entrepreneurship or learn how to reprogram their subconscious mind. So many different uh, people out there that do so many different things. And, um, you know, there are different modalities, even with um, essential oils and um, different types of meditations. So I am really excited to have these interviews. I have a couple already lined up and as they come forward, I will start to send out information about it. And if you're interested in being a part of the behind the scenes where you get to ask questions live while we are um, speaking about whatever the topic is going to be, um, you will have the opportunity to ask them during the conversation. And like I said, uh, you will know all that information inside the Ascension Gateway community. The link is in the description. And I look forward to connecting with you inside the community and being back here again next week. Thank you. Thanks for joining me this week on the Blue Blood Wisdom Podcast. Make sure to visit my website, ellencatherine.com where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, be sure to take a moment and give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share or tell your friends about the show. I'd love to share the wisdom further, and your help will make that happen. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode.